up, y'all? It's Keeping It Real with Miss Breaker. Y'all are on a car ride with me about something I feel that is important to talk about. So today, I just want to tell you guys how my day was. Because every time I have a guest on here, I always ask my guests how their day was. But, um, you know, my day today was very good, I will say. Um, today was the first time that I was able to express myself at work about racism if that makes sense and when I tell you I put things in perspective for my white colleagues on the the differentiation of being a part of one fucking human race and then saying that you are colorblind because you don't see color I just was like, okay, this is my time. So, you know, I went in and I said, you know, it's impossible for me because nobody nobody said anything when, you know, one of my colleagues had said, do you guys, how do you guys feel about people who are colorblind? And I chuckled because I was like, you know, this is hilarious. There's no fucking such thing as being colorblind because we are all different. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's, disbelievable to think or believe to or it's disbelievable one and to think too that a person is colorblind no because a person has stereotypes of someone and that stereotype comes back to what racism it comes back from race it comes back to culture you can't have a race without a culture if you understand that I don't know how to explain that to you, but you can't say you don't like this person because they're all like that. And when you say they're all like that, you're still targeting people of color. You're not trying to not see whatever it is, the stereotype that you're applying on a person that's still racist. So when people do say that they don't see color or shit like that, it's like, how the fuck you not see color? You're basically saying that my problems and issues are invisible. Excuse me, you see me as this person, but you're not going to acknowledge my pain, you're not going to acknowledge me and what I have to go through on my everyday life, so, in my everyday life, so to sit here and be able to be upfront and to be the only fucking black person again, and this is something I want to talk about eventually too, but I want to talk with it, talk about this, you know, working in a workforce among white folks, because I feel like it's important. A lot of times we kind of ignore it or we just kind of brush it off. But today I learned a valuable lesson on you either you shut up or you lose your job type of thing. And that's something on another podcast I want to talk about. But I just want to do the highlights of my day and just be able to really explain, you know, how things were going with me, but being able to have that conversation, an open conversation where the floor was open, when people didn't know how to react or respond to, do you guys believe that people are colorblind? And when I spoke about it and I said what I had to say, a lot of people saw my perspective. A lot of people started to say, okay, you know, maybe she's right. How is it possible that someone can't see color when color has everything to do with it? We still separate ourselves regardless of this, that, and a third. And I had spoke to one another colleague, and she was just telling me, you know, she's not from this country, and from her country, they don't have racism. And I said, well, most countries don't. If they do, their, their, their debate, their argumentative 
problems among each other is wealth. Who is the wealthiest? Who is the poorest? So our country is literally the only fucking place that is built on that fear of fearing one another because this person is better than that or that person is this. So being able to sit in a room with white folks, and I shouldn't say it that way, but that's how I feel because that's my opinion. And I say it that way because I've always had to be in a room with a whole bunch of white people, regardless if it was school, regardless. I mean, for school personally, if you haven't heard or listened to my blackness podcast, make sure you chime into that because that's a really good debate on two different aspects of my generation being a 90s baby and my uncle's generation being a, I believe, 70s or 80s baby. So just 10-year gap, it's probably more than that, but it's a 10-year. That gap holds a lot. And the fact that we had watched the video that happened 30 years ago, which was 1993, about racism and about this country, and then sitting and watching a current video that was in 2021 about racism and shit, knowing and seeing that it is the same, it's just developed in different ways, people have become more ignorant to themselves and refuse to educate themselves to stay woke among the people that they have to interact with, you know what I mean, like, I really feel like it is important to educate yourself, and some parts of me want to be an advocate for education and educational when it comes to black awareness, but I don't want to sit here and only just talk about my culture. I want to talk about everyone's culture because you have to be able to understand the differences and have to be able to understand one another. We are all different for a reason. We all have our own cultures. You know, I'm not going to get into it and belittle anyone, but some of us don't have the culture that most cultures have. So being able to have a tradition and being able to sit in a room with people who are different, who understand things, who are advocates, who are afraid to speak up when they encounter people who are being racist, you know, it's different to see their perspective. But it's one thing to actually have that perspective come from someone black in a room. And for me, it was like, okay, cool. But I also expressed to them as well, like, you know, I was raised to not fear white people because I don't see myself less than. You know, people who tend to see themselves less than are the ones who have to struggle or struggle with certain things. And for me personally, it just goes to show that I try my best to pay attention. I try my best to know and educate myself so that I don't feel like an outcast. Mind you, the system is set up in a way to make us feel outcasted. So when you understand that and when you educate yourself on that, you become woke among your own. You become woke about others. I got to learn certain things and I try not to say things and be mean or You know, I learned that way, but I try to listen first before I voice my opinion because it's important to listen. And a lot of times people have a hard time listening to one another. So if you could listen to a person and actually listen to what they're saying, then okay, cool. 
But I've always, too, encountered people who pretend to listen just to let you say what you have to say and disregard what you have said and still say or voice their opinion about something and disregarding what the fuck you just said. And honestly, that's frustrating. That's annoying. That is agitating. That is like, what is going on? Why did you just disregard what I just said? My feelings and opinion is just as valid as yours are. So for me to sit here and have a conversation with the person and them disregard what I'm saying to them, it's like, wow, you don't respect me enough to know or want to know where I'm coming from. And that's the problem nowadays. A lot of times people feel fucking entitled. And sometimes you need to get off the high horse and sit your ass down, maybe take several motherfucking seats, and really understand what it means to actually listen. So today, I got to put things in perspective, and I would say one of my perspectives, and just, I'm not saying anybody disrespecting me at work, I'm just saying like, having conversations with people and allowing people to understand the differentiation, um, the differentiation, the differentiation of what it means to communicate and what it means to listen. So there was one thing I used. I said, hey, you know, we all rode our bikes in the neighborhood. I'm sure of it, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. We all had our bikes being little kids, da da da. But your experience riding around your neighborhood is different from my experience riding around in my neighborhood. I'm getting harassed by police officers. I'm getting fucking yelled at and accused of things that I didn't even do. But you, white person, riding your bike through your neighborhood, doing whatever the hell that you're doing. Police drive by, they waving at you, peeping at you. Hey, son. Hey there, Charlie. Hey there, Jack. You have all these type of different reactions, but then the moment I see a police, I'm, oh, I gotta hide. Oh, I gotta run. And I'm not fucking doing anything. But it's because of society. Society has made us afraid of policemen. And the one thing I can say is I am thankful for the technology that we fucking have today so that we have proof. Because nowadays people say, oh, that didn't happen. Oh, this didn't happen. Man, if I tell you my experience this morning, you just, if I told you that, let me just tell you real quick. This morning I had a bad, bad, bad road rage driver behind me fucking tailgating me, following me, throwing shit at my car, trying to make me run into the wall on the side of the highway in the fast lane. And I said, damn, this is fucked up. I said, this person is now threatening my life with the person that I have in my vehicle. I have a child in my car, and they're trying to antagonize me or put fear in me. So, you know, I called the police, and I let them know that there's someone who has bad road rage, who's throwing shit at my car, who's sitting here trying to run me off the road, who's following me, who has followed me for 15 minutes. I feel unsafe. You need to call the police because I'm trying to drop my brother off to school, and this is the issue. When I tell you, everything was resolved, police got him, I talked to the I talked to the state trooper, you know, the first fucking thing he does, I know this is part of something he has to do, okay, I know, don't say shit to me, but he had, because of my hair and a fro, he had to disclose, I am recording you, and I want you to speak a little louder so that I can hear you, because I was talking to him normally, but... As I'm talking to him, he's just like shaking his head like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry that you had to go through this, blah, blah, blah. And I told him I felt like my life was being threatened. He followed me for 15 minutes. I was on the phone with the with 911. They have the recording. So it's not as if I was making it up. 
But because he was kind of like, didn't know what to expect from me, I said, look, I'm just trying to get to work and bring my, my little brother to school because that is what I'm trying to do safely. You know, being able to look at this officer and talk to him and how concerned he was, but then how he was just like, damn, he doesn't know how I'm going to react. Just looking at his face and looking at him give me a look. You know, there's a difference. You know, I've lived long enough. I'm not that old, but I'm old enough. But I've lived long enough to understand emotions. I've lived long enough to understand feelings and energy. So when I say something or if I'm being compliant or if I'm being able to communicate, and you can have this look towards me like, oh, wow, this da-da-da-da. But then it's like, you know, you see things differently where you're like, okay, this person is not like the typical black person in Boston. So it's like, damn, you know, you get this look. It doesn't make me feel uncomfortable, but it disappoints me because it's like we're not all the same. But to sit here and have the conversation in, at work about racism and about how some white people don't acknowledge people of color. It is hard because a lot of times people don't. It's kind of like, oh, well, they're like that, or oh, that's just them, but they don't understand the fucking system. When you understand the system, you understand why things are the way that they are. And that's me being real. When you are woke among your government, when you are woke among what the fuck is going on in your own state, Oh, you will know. I'm telling you, this bandwagon of Black Lives Matter, there are some people that just put fucking signs on outside their house just so that because they know that they may be white or they know that certain things are the way that they are. And because of it, they want to stand out in a positive way. But in reality, they probably don't even give a fuck about Black Lives Matter. And that's the part that I got to see today where it was like, damn, I, I was understanding certain things and you know where I work I work in a I work in a town that is predominantly white and I can say fairly wealthy neighborhood so being able to be into an environment that I am not used to I'm used to being around my people I'm used to being around diversity being able to be around a place where it's only white people they only know of white people and when they do encounter this or that or they do encounter black, Mexican, or Hispanic, whatever you want to call, uh, Asian, Chinese, any type of person of color. When they have encountered, they have this already feeling. And it's not because of them having interaction with them. It's because of them talking about us. Them talking about how we are about amongst each other. So if you hear one person say, excuse me, oh, I don't like... I don't like black people. They're so loud and ratchet and with their gangster music. You hear people say shit like that. And you're just like, you look at them and you look at them differently because it's like, how could you say something like that if you've never actually encountered? Now, then there are people who say, oh, well, this black lady was rude. You got the Karens out here. You got the Beckys out here. You got all these different fucking white people who feel entitled on their fucking privilege who feel like as if they have the power and that is completely true and why do they have this power because of our fucking government our government is set up to only grant power to those who fit the criteria so if you feel 
or if you feel uncomfortable or this, that, and the third, not all towns are the same, I'll tell you that. But for me, I don't praise white people. I praise myself. You know, I can get a good job as long as I apply myself. Now, I know that there are places where a white person probably get a job first before I do. And I'm not, I'm not mad about it. But it's all about communication, how persuasive you are. And, it, and at the end of the day, being persuasive might even not make the cut. You might not make the cut being persuasive. So it's like we, as people of color, have to try harder just to get, a, get positions and jobs that fit for us or that we're able to get into. Because a lot of times people say, and I'm not talking about your average whatever people you think I'm talking about. I'm just saying randomly, this is very broad. But some people say, oh, Mexicans and, you know, black people, they get the jobs, the cleaning jobs, because that's all they know how to do, and blah, blah, blah. They do the jobs that most Americans don't want, or most immigrants get the jobs, the cleaning jobs and the shitty jobs, because those are the jobs that Americans don't want. It's not even that. It's just some of us can't. Good education, get good educations to be able to have better jobs. You know what I mean? And, and it's so important. You know, when I tell you it's so important to educate yourself, it is so important to educate yourself, man. People can take shit from you. People can fucking rob you. But a person can't rob you for your education. A person can't reach inside your head and say, I'm taking this information from you. No. When you when you know something, you know something and it's there. And when you're oblivious or when you're ignorant to whatever it is that you're trying to understand or whatever it is that is being told to you, you are never going to learn. And the moral of this is being able to really understand the deafness of racism I can go through so many different experiences with y'all and you will be like holy shit people still do that holy shit you went through that that's something that would have happened in the 70s that's something that would have happened in the 80s it's like it's not about what year or when would it would have occurred it's it still exists stay fucking woke just because we're all able to work with each other, we're all able to fucking drive, we're all this, we're all that, we are still segregated by the mind. If you allow our government and news to brainwash you, I don't watch the news for one and two reasons. One, negativity only brings negativity. I don't want negativity in my universe. I want love and positivity, so I refuse to watch the news because of that. Number two, I refuse to watch fake news. I went to college well enough to know I studied in the field of certain things when it comes to media that they project their own opinion on how they want to tell you the story, not how the story should be told. So, so with that being said... I've come to some understanding that you really have to educate yourself. You know what I mean? And if you don't educate yourself, how are you going to know? I was really appreciative that one of my co- colleagues had came to me and said, you know, hey, Miss Breaker, 
could you educate me on racism? Could you educate me on the feelings that you felt? Because I'm still new to this country. I'm still understanding the drama and racism that's here because I don't have that in my country. And I say, yeah, most countries don't. America's the only one. America's the only fucking country that made up Christmas. America's the only fucking country that made up Thanksgiving. America's the only fucking country that made up certain holidays to fit into a society because they wanted to create their own but by doing that they still separated and segregated us as a community stole land took away robbed us from our education i still fucking think that black people should be going to i'm sorry let me correct i'm going so fast because i'm so passionate about this but i still think that black people and the natives here should be going to school fucking for free not just the fucking native they raped and killed so many natives the percentage of native americans and i don't want to say native american but i say it that way because that's what they title it but i'm gonna still go back and correct natives here they killed and raped so many of them the percentage of them are so low that it's like impossible that someone that is native is going to go to college because already their family has prepared them for the world to work and not be or brainwashed by those who don't want to treat us fairly. So, you know, you just have to be able to see certain things. And today I got to see a different perspective. And today I really got to, I guess you could say, understand how the world works around people who are privileged and people who are privileged but also see a perspective. You know, there's a difference. There are people who are prejudiced and privileged, and there are people who are privileged and see perspective where they respect. You understand? They respect race. They respect black people. They respect the hustle. They respect... <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. They, they, they respect being able to be acknowledged, being able to intake, you know, the education that comes with knowing your neighbor. You know what I mean? Knowing your neighbor, they they really, you know, not a lot of people are like that. People don't understand that just because we're able to walk around each other and this, that, and the third, you don't think they're saying up and down things about us in their head? Life is not that sweet. And you got to be able to acknowledge and know the difference. Like, for real. But... That's all I wanted to say on my little car ride. I'm currently in traffic right now. Massachusetts traffic ain't nothing on California. But all I can say is I ain't too bad about it. It ain't too bad. I'm still cruising. But that was what I wanted to share with you guys today. I hope you guys enjoyed my little conflict of conversation. I hope you didn't get too tied up in certain things. And I hope you didn't take anything that I said personally. Because this is my opinion. And if I'm going to educate or express or speak on anything, I'm going to speak on it passionately because that's who I am. I'm going to keep it real. Some people don't like to hear the truth, but I'm the one that breaks those. That's why they call me Miss Breaker. That's why I call myself that. But anyways, I hope you guys have a great day. And I look forward to doing more things where I can educate people more on the conflicts that we deal with on the day-to-day life because a lot of people don't understand. It's the appearance that gets us.
you know, there are some people who could pass for white, but they could be Spanish, you know, and it sucks because it just takes a person to hear your voice to know that you're different. It just, and for, that's for people who can blend in. But when it comes to us, we stand out. We can't hide that. Yeah, we can hide our voices if we don't, if you don't see our faces. There was a episode on, I think, I don't know what episode it was, but it was like, oh, I'm doing my white girl voice on a TV show, and it's true. You do your white girl voice, anybody can do a white girl voice and get away with it, as long as you have that white girl voice. But the moment you have that white girl voice and you are who you are, and you are not a white girl or white man, whatever you want to call it, you stand out. You are noticeable, and you are no longer who they expected you to be. And sometimes that can be a disappointment. But don't allow that to stop you from doing what you should you should want to do. Never fear anyone. You should only fear yourself, because you are the person that can get yourself into the most, and you are the one who can harm yourself the most. So that's all I wanted to say. One love, stay blessed.